0: just go to cars.com. It's magical. Hello, Fly Purpley family. Fly fam, if you will. Nobody will. That's just not a thing. It's a thing I've never said. I just said it now. I don't know why I said it. I can't really explain that one. Uh, hey, guys, this is Steve Jaco. I, I, I guess, obviously, if you're listening to this, but I wanted to check in. We have not recorded a hyperbole in a week and a half, and that's definitely unusual for us. Like, we have maybe taken a week off here and there, but overall... We have consistently put out flyperbolies for many years at this point, and yeah, it's unusual to not put out a podcast for a week and a half. I come with not the easiest news, but I am just going to lay it out there for you. Craig Forsyth is taking an indefinite leave of absence from the podcast, and that's tough that's, I, I know that's tough news for everybody. It's tough news for me. I have recorded with Craig for years now. I can't even tell you how many years it's been. It has been a while, right? It's It's been for so long. The reason for Craig's leave of absence is a private matter, and I would hope that you uh, would please respect his privacy. I'm sure you will, because we have the greatest listeners on the planet. I dearly love all of you, and I'm sure you'll have, uh, nothing but respect for Craig during this. If you have any questions, I'll do my best to answer them, but again, I am very committed to respecting Craig's privacy with this leave of absence. Uh, you can DM me on the Flyperboly Twitter account, you can email flyperboly at gmail.com. Maybe, I guess you could DM the Instagram account. <laughs> I'm not good with DMs and emails in general, and I, I do apologize for that. I'm pretty much only good with at replies on Twitter. Uh, I don't know what it is, I'm just... I'm just not good at it. I don't know. It's going to be tough. And I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke up your ass and pretend like it's going to be the same show. It's not going to be the same show without Craig. It's just not. We're going to do our best, though. And I'm still here uh, to have my my shitty puns and my pop culture references and comparisons and whatever the hell else it is that I bring to the table. I am still here. I will still be doing flyperbole we're going to, we're going to try some different things. We're going to try and figure it out, figure out what this new flyperbole, this brave new world of flyperbole is. And we're going to have rotating co-hosts for the time being. Uh, the next few weeks, we are just going to rotate people in and out as they're available. right? Cause I mean, we've got a great deep bench of podcasting talent here at Broad Street Hockey, and I would be a fool not to utilize that. So uh, we'll, We'll see how it goes. I'm sure it's gonna go great because we have just nothing but great people here, and I'm very happy that Steph Driver will be joining me next week to record Fly hyperbole and that's gonna be a great time because you know, it's, you know, she's she's the queen of Broad Street Hockey. Come on, we're, we're, come on, Steph, right? It's gonna be a great time. It's tough. We're gonna to figure it out, but we are still going to be here to discuss Flyers, pop culture, whatever the hell it is that needs to be discussed on a day-to-day basis. The hyperbole will exist. On that note, let's talk a little bit of Flyers. I've got... I'm just gonna knock out five minutes of Flyers talk real quick, since I'm here to make this announcement. And I haven't talked Flyers for a week and a half with a human being. I mean, it's... I I do have my rants in the house sometimes At that M doesn't want to really hear. But, I mean, she's... She, you know, she's an angel who is willing to listen to my rants and ravings, but often they are just literally rants and ravings. Let's talk Flyers, though. Currently fourth in points, second in points percentage, though, which is an important distinction, right? Because the Flyers, it, it, well, the the Flyers have been on COVID protocol. A number of the Flyers have been in COVID protocol. the 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 games have not really been played the past couple of weeks, which which I guess aligned well. I I guess I don't know. But points percentage is going to be very important for keeping track of the true standings for the remainder of the season, because the, the games played are going to be all out of whack with every team across the spectrum. I mean, just looking at the East division, and I, I'm not going to call it by its sponsor name because I just refuse to do that. Boston is the clear leader, both in points and points percentage, 24 points, 706 point, points percentage. And this is the team the Flyers just cannot beat. The Flyers cannot beat the Boston Bruins this season. They're the best team in the division. They're one of the best teams in the league. So it it, it makes sense, but it's, it doesn't make it easier to swallow. They played that Lake Tahoe game. Beautiful setting, terrible ice, just awful, awful ice. And unfortunately the Flyers got shellacked in that game. They had a pretty okay start, scored a couple goals early, but then they they got shellacked again by the Bruins, seven to three loss, and they just don't have answers for that team right now. I've seen some people question the Flyers' lack of toughness, but I don't think that's the issue because the Boston Bruins are just—they're so talented. And David Pasternak, right? David Pasternak is so freaking good. Another hat trick against the Flyers. He is just, he's unbelievable. He's unbelievable in general, but he's especially unbelievable against the Flyers this season. He has just marked them, and it is tragic. It's not not fun to watch from the orange and black perspective. That's for damn sure. Now, the good news for the Flyers is that when they're not playing the Boston Bruins, they've been pretty damn good, and they've beaten pretty much the rest of the division. This season, they just really have lost to the Bruins. It's I I, I don't get well I do get it because the Bruins are good, but it's it's still just uh difficult difficult to watch. They did bounce back from Lake Tahoe, and also before I I move on to that Rangers game, I just want to say the, the thing about Lake Tahoe is if you were surprised by that result, you are not paying that close attention because not only are the Bruins good, but the Flyers roster just. They were still at half-strength from from COVID protocol, from having a number of very good players on COVID protocol. And that's a team they've had trouble with at full-strength. And you saw the results that happened at, at half-strength. It, it just didn't... It wasn't pretty, folks. And I'm sure you know that because it was one of the highest-rated regular season games, I think, uh, that NBC has aired. Yeah. Yikes. The good news, the rest of the division... They have actually excelled against. They beat the Rangers earlier in the week. And for some reason in this game, they couldn't stop Chris Kreider. Like, I know Kreider's could, but I, I don't know why they could not stop him in this game. Kreider had a hat trick against the Flyers. It's, Artemi Panarin has to take a leave of absence because of something going down in Russia that probably has to do with the fact that he is an outspoken. Opponent Vladimir Putin, but that's you know when international politics really come into play for your your NHL season, it's you're living in wild times. That is for damn sure. Well, I guess you also could be living in the the 70s and 80s, right? But the Rangers without Panarin is the Rangers guy. He is their dude. I mean, if you look at the Rangers points, Panarin's got 18 points in 14 games, five goals, 13 assists. Second in points on that team is Pavel Buchnevich who has 12 points in 17 games. That's a six-point difference in three less games. Like, that is, that's a big difference. Kreider is fourth on this list with nine points in 17 games, eight goals, one assist, and three of those goals just happened against the Flyers. So Kreider was not really up there for consideration on this beforehand. Like, he, again, a very talented player but not a guy that you expect to light you up for a hat trick. But he, you know what, to Kreider's credit, he did step up to the plate and almost take the Flyers to overtime. But sadly for them, they could not do it. The Flyers scored four goals in that game, and Giroux came back. Claude Giroux, the captain, came back, and I I was so happy to see him back from, from COVID protocol. Came back with a vengeance. Three assists in that game, he was everywhere on the ice, and a, a huge difference maker. It's so good to have the captain back. That puts him at 14 points in 14 games, point-per-game pace for Claude Giroud. Still, just one goal, but 13 assists, and I am not going to complain. I will take those 13 assists all day, every day. Another big factor in that game, I mean, J- James and Reamsdyke. Jam Reemsdyke continues to be the best offensive flyer this season. 22 points, 9 goals, 13 assists, just having an unbelievable year so far. If there was going to be an All-Star game, and I don't think there is, I I remember the NBA is going to do one, but I don't think the NHL is going to do one. Nobody cares about the NHL All-Star game on its best day, let alone during COVID-19. But if there was an All-Star game, I would expect James Van Reamstijk to be the Flyers representative at that game. But uh, I don't think there's an All-Star game. I'm going to look that up, but I'm pretty sure there's not. And if there is, just don't do it. Just don't do it, guys. It was also nice to see Shane Gostespierre, the Ghost Bear himself, get on top of the... get into the goals column in that game. It's uh, Shane Gostespierre's first goal in a good long time. And to see him score was very exciting. I mean, I know... Gostespierre's been very up and down for a couple of years now, and I I... I I know he's an insanely talented player, and I have repeatedly said on Fly that I am a huge fan of Shane Goss' pair and love to see him succeed, so I was very happy to see him score in that game. And I'm hoping that they can get into a bit of a defensive groove, start to develop some more chemistry now that guys are starting to get healthy, they're starting to get back into... I don't even know. This COVID season is so difficult with, with guys getting sick and guys uh, having contact tracing where they have to stay out. and It's tough to juggle. It's tough to follow. But we're doing our damn best of it. That's for sure, folks. Eric Gustafson also scored in that game. And I... I was gonna say I don't understand this guy, but I, I 100% understand this guy. Because Eric Gustafson is... Like, he he's a very specific type of player. And he's exactly who we th- he is who we thought we was is that, that i don't know if that translates from denny green that well but uh, you know kind of translates gustafson's got nine points in 14 games at a defenseman position but it is a questionable defenseman position because he doesn't really seem to play defense but that offense i mean when he's in the lineup and that's you know that's a big win he's he's produced on that front uh, one goal eight assists He's got 9 points in 14 games, which you really can't ask for much more from a defenseman offensively. You could ask for a whole lot more defensively from Eric Gustafson, but he is at least providing that part of the game. So, uh, applause for Bus too? I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about this guy except, no, I don't know what to say about this guy at all. Nothing. Also just want to briefly discuss Carter Hart right now, and man... I feel so bad for Carter Hart this season. He's 5-3-3, 368 8 GAA, 8-91 save percentage. And I just feel like he, after having a great season last year, just can't catch a break this year. He's, he's played... I feel like he's played well a lot of the time, but I don't know. And maybe my eyes are deceiving me. The stats certainly don't back up a a good... Goaltending season—that is for sure. I have definitely wasted a Vesna bet on Carter Hart, but no regrets on that front. No regrets. Carter Hart—I—I—he's young, right? So I don't—I'm not worried too much. I'm not staying up at night going, "Oh my God, is Carter Hart a bust?" Oh my God, I think he will bounce back. I feel very confident that he will will figure out whatever's going on. But I also just don't feel like it's necessarily all his fault, these numbers. I, I The defense has definitely not helped him out in a lot of games, and also he's just gotten crushed against the Bruins. <laughs> that, that's not helping matters at all on this front. That is for damn sure. We all want to see Carter Hart bounce back, and thankfully, Brian Elliott has been very solid when he has been in there this season in backup, but I mean, it's worth mentioning that Carter Hart has struggled. His numbers are reflecting a struggle and it, I think it, it also doesn't help that we've got a small sample size. This is an incredibly small sample size. And that's the thing about this season. It feels like it's been going on forever, but they've been playing for a month and a half at this point. I don't know. We're going to see if Carter Hart can get that save percentage up in the next few games. Thankfully, the Flyers are going to be playing better Easier competition, not better competition. That that's the opposite of what this is. Uh, they've got two games against the Buffalo Sabers coming up this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, both afternoon games, one p.m. and three p.m. respectively. So if there is a team to bounce back against, it is the Buffalo Sabers, who are currently at the bottom of the East Division, at least points percentage wise. No, it's both points and points percentage wise. Fifteen points and seventeen games, good for four forty-one. Points percentage. This is not a good team, folks. And I believe Jack Eichel was just scratched. And I believe Jack Eichel was just scratched last night. And if they don't have Jack Eichel, I mean, what do they have? If a tree, if a Jack Eichel tree falls in the woods, no, it's it's not good. It's not good. They don't have Jack Eichel. And if they don't have Jack Eichel this weekend, I feel very good about back-to-back Flyers wins. And these are, of course, going to be famous last words. Where the Flyers are going to come out and just fall flat on their face. They're going to eat too much pizza and wings again and just, uh, just uh, shit the beach against the Buffalo Sabers. No, I feel good about this. This feels like a good opportunity for the Flyers to grab four points. The Flyers have been good. At, well, they've been good at beating every team except Boston this year. And I know they had one disastrous game against Buffalo, but without Eichel. And again, I don't know if they'll be hundred percent without Eichel, but. If they are without Eichel, that really increases the Flyers' chance of getting four points this weekend. All right, folks, that's about all I have for you today. Just wanted to give a quick, you know, Flyers update, get a little bit of hyperbole out there, and give you that very, very important update on uh, the lineup moving forward and on on Craig's leave of absence from the podcast. Before I went, I think I'd be remiss if I didn't touch on the fact that one of the flyer the hyperbole touchstones is unfortunately The Bachelor. We, because of uh, Ian's great updates over the years, we have been talking about The Bachelor. Without watching The Bachelor, I need to make this abundantly clear. I do not watch The Bachelor. It's just not for me. But I have enjoyed talking about it on this podcast over the years. And I have to just mention, The the Bachelor's in a big-time controversy right now with, I mean, with Old South parties and you know having a black lead on the show and like one of the contestants had you know done an old south party in the past and chris harrison was defending it the 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 host of the bachelor it's a big fucking mess and this is a show that took 15 years to have a black lead on it's just absurd completely absurd What what a hot mess of a show and get your shit together bachelor that's all i have to say get your shit together Get with the year 2021 and get your shit together, okay? All right, folks, I will be back next week with co-host Steph Driver. We're going to be discussing the Flyers and whatever the hell else Steph might want to discuss that she wouldn't normally discuss on BSH Radio. Very excited for that. If you have any feedback for me, the best place to reach me is on Twitter. You can reach me at FlyPerbole or at EsteeBomb, but if it's for hockey, just make it FlyPerbole. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, there is an Instagram you can follow. I don't update that as much as I should. I don't really know what to update on there, but I do put the new podcast posts up there from Spotify uh, on the Instagram stories, so you can follow on there, and occasionally I post like a Flyers-related picture. It's fun. And if you have any long-form thoughts, I suppose you can reach out to flyperbole at gmail.com, but I am, again, horrifically bad at checking that email. Horrifically bad at checking it. I really need an intern to screen all of this for me. Reply to me on Twitter for your intern Position, it is completely unpaid because I don't have the money to pay anyone. I don't have it, I'm sorry. Folks, thank you so much for listening, and we will we will figure this out. Stick with us, and we will figure this out on this crazy journey called hockey. Until next time, wear a damn mask. And in the words of the great Gene Hart, good night, and good hockey. <laughs> In the Vergecast series, Solo Acts, we'll get to know these people, the tech they use to get stuff done, and the obstacles they face trying to compete with the giants. Some people that I talk to and my friends are like, you know, your competitors are Zuckerberg and Musk. Like, aren't you kind of, like, afraid of that? Every Monday, our friend Ashley Escada will be curating and hosting these interviews and sharing with us what she's learned. I can't believe the McRib locator was originally a tornado locator. Right. (laughs) Pretty wild. Listen to our Solo Acts miniseries now in the Vergecast feed, anywhere you find podcasts.